0: Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars Collecting. I'm your host, Evan, and this week's episode has been six months in the making. You may remember a little joke on the last couple of episodes regarding a certain unreleased episode, and uh, guess what? This is that unreleased episode uh, way back in March, like way back in March. Remember March? Uh, we were only one or two episodes deep into the SWTVC podcast, and we were having fun networking and securing interviews with various awesome folks in this community. And my cohort, Tyler, was able to convince an incredible collector with an obscenely robust and exciting collection to sit down and chat with us as we began our podcasting journey. That collector, Jake James. Those of you who are on Facebook, you should already know his name. Uh, We planned to release this earlier, but due to March Madness, flat tires, failed hard drives, traveling, timely news-related topics that we needed to cover in episodes, uh, other excuses, and my ever-loosening grasp on work-life balance and time management... This episode did keep sliding away from me, much to Tyler's chagrin. Uh, So during my little personal hiatus this past month, I was finally able to set aside the appropriate amount of time and get this episode polished up and pushed past the finish line. Just in time for us to resume a regular podcast release schedule beginning in September to celebrate our one-year anniversary of SWTVC's creation. Which is kind of hard to believe. Anyways... I had an awesome time chatting with Jake and Tyler uh, and be sure to check out his incredible Facebook page, the Jake James collection. And uh, we'll put this in the episode show notes. So you can click the link right there. It's seriously do yourself a favor and check these out uh, either right now, pause the podcast, or uh, as soon as you're done with the episode, go and check it out. Um, All right. I've kept you all waiting long enough. So without further ado, here's the fabled Jake James episode. Jake, Jake, Evan. Hi, Evan. Nice to meet you, Jake. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you doing this with us today.
1: I appreciate the invite. Oh, always.
0: Yeah, man. Um, we're gonna do some a, a light, a loosely guided conversation here. I know Tyler's got a bunch of notes that he wants to bring up. Um, I'm mostly just here for moral support and, uh, you know, just to kind of be in awe of uh, the collection <laughs> and, uh, you know, kind of get to be a little uh, cheerleader on the sidelines about uh, just how amazing it is to. Uh, be in the presence of such greatness and also lot, like just enjoying and celebrating
1: well, I could use some moral support this is my first interview so well
0: perfect perfect I hope we uh, make it pretty easy for you um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn it over to you real quick Jake and if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself telling us a little bit about yourself your uh, history with collecting why you collect when you started collecting what you collect uh, you know just all about you as a person and as a collector okay
1: <laughs> Well, um, I saw Star Wars probably when I was seven, eight years old, um, had the original Star Wars figures and uh, had most of those collections through the years. And then, of course, when the Power of the Force line came back in uh, 1995, I started collecting again and uh, uh, kind of it's kind of been ongoing ever since then. Um, sometime probably around 2014 or so, I think that's about when I started my page. That's kind of when I expanded into army building. I think before that I might have had like six stormtroopers or six rebels or, or whatever. And uh, and I think part of what being on Facebook and uh, seeing other people's collections was very inspiring to me. So it kind of like, oh well, I can expand this. I can expand that. And it just completely got out of control it somewhere somewhere along the line so <laughs>
0: it's a slippery slope
1: <laughs> it is very much so i would not recommend it <laughs> yeah i was
0: gonna say t- uh, 2014 is relatively recent that's actually when i jumped back from my collecting break i uh kind of stopped in 2006 after revenge of the sith because i thought oh i need to grow up Heck yeah, and it. now here i am <laughs> and uh collecting star wars more than ever uh yeah so i came back in 2014 myself i don't I only just in the past two years started kind of army building. And by that, I mean, Ooh, I've got 40 stormtroopers, and that's, that's my big celebration of like, you know, I'll get, I've got, Oh, eight battle droids. Congrats me big army.
1: Hey, we all start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I have nothing but awe and respect for anyone that's able to successfully army build. And that's, that's very much uh, a huge part of world building when it comes to collecting figures. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of when you jumped back in I know 2014 was about the time that black series was starting up in 2013 2014 right. uh you uh you started army building your 3 and 3 quarter inch what uh, what was kind of your drive for for that I know you'd mentioned being inspired by other folks on Facebook and seeing other collections what was uh what was kind of that little push that got you over the edge to think yeah you know what I want to do this
1: I'm not really sure what the one thing was but um up to that point, I'd at least been a completist. I'd had at least one of everything, one of each of the vehicles. And I just always thought it would be so much more fun to actually build the armies and have, you know, a squadron of TIE fighters, a squadron of X-Wings, uh, you know, all the ATATs that were on Hoth and uh, uh you know, an entire legions of stormtroopers in formation. So it, It slowly, slowly grew. Um, Obviously, you don't do army unless you're ultra rich, you don't do army building overnight. Um, So you pick up a little bit here and there. And of course, you know, a decade ago, when Clone Wars was still out, we had the legacy collection, you had the 30th anniversary collection, you had the early the vintage collection, you had all these amazing lines and the stores were packed. And you could go in and, you know, pick up a a dozen clone troopers without a second thought, and they were a lot cheaper back then, and they were super articulated. Uh, Compared to that to today, somebody coming into the hobby, trying to army build, you're not going to find armies on the shelves in in Walmart and Target, and of course, all the toy stores are gone now, Uh, and then that kind of leaves you with online purchases, so... And the figures, I, I love the vintage collection line. I think it's it's great, but I, I kind of wish we would go back to more of a legacy collection. And I understand people like the cards for those that are card collectors. Uh, but me, I'm an opener, so I'm just after the figure. I don't care about the card. I don't care about how pretty it is. <laughs> do you have any? Uh, do you have but, anything carded still? Uh, the only figure I have carded was the uh, reissued uh, Rocket Firing Boba Fett. Uh, that Good was choice. a mail-away, I believe. Yes, um, and I just didn't really see a need to open it up, and <laughs> that is really yeah. the only figure I have carded.
2: Real, real quick, I just wanted to say, Jake. Uh, you know, you said army building doesn't, you know, to the extent that you have, doesn't, doesn't happen overnight. Uh, that's true, but you know, only six or seven years is is pretty overnight, relatively speaking. <laughs> uh, you've amassed quite a bit in six or seven years. Uh, you know, and, and 6,100 followers, give or take, mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook, that's especially on Facebook. That's very impressive. That's huge. Uh, very, very impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, I, a, as a fellow army builder, uh, I hear you on, it's it's, it's very costly <laughs> to right. army build these days. <laughs> I, I think I've ordered now, or I have uh, something like a 100 Thirty-ish Rogue One stormtroopers, and
0: which let's be clear, those never hit retail shelves. Right? So no, it's not no. easy.
2: Every single one of them, I've I've ordered online or I've gotten from a fellow collector. Uh, thank you, Ian Grayson, if you're listening to this. I just got a, another case of eight for my ten to four uh, display. But uh, yeah, uh, 130-ish times 13. I mean, do the math. That's Oof. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I, 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 don't, I don't want to
1: know how much that is.
0: <laughs>
2: and that's just stormtroopers. Never mind all the all the clones and everything else. So
1: now let's yeah. not talk about <laughs> cost. My wife Good might boy. see this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. They were all free. They were all free. Yes. Yes. Just kind of spitballing. How how many stormtroopers uh, in total do you think that you have?
1: Uh, actual, just regular stormtroopers of various, you know, like the uh, the OTC version, the Vintage Collection version. I would say somewhere around five six hundred maybe just white stormtroopers
0: oh i'm so glad that they were all free
1: yeah uh and what i don't have on display is a lot of the uh the uh other troopers such as evo troopers or the shore troopers or the uh uh range troopers so they're still in boxes down on the floor below the display shelves that I just don't have I'll usually break break them out occasionally I'll do a little diorama shoot and I put them back away but some of it I just don't have room to to bring them all out but man. but man it, it's a lot of fun it really is oh, it looks um, like
0: it it uh I, I'm looking at it I know uh Tyler I, I gotta ask Tyler how do you feel that he's using stands <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think when you get to the extent that uh, that J- James has got to with quite literally hundreds of troops, um, it would be it would prove to be extremely frustrating to to stand those up. I mean, I know sometimes when I when I knock my stuff over, I'm just like, <sighs> I'm just I'm gonna go get a beer and step out of the room because <laughs> I can't deal with this. And right I've
1: experienced now. that. I've done football shoots where I've had you know the. Well, I've done photo shoots, or I've had like a uh, hundred, two hundred of the five hundred first Legion standing up, and all of a sudden they, they topple over, and I'm like, yeah, this is—I got to stop this." So, <laughs> so I ended up going kind of a universal stand for everything after that.
0: Good call. Which stand do you uh, use?
1: Uh, it's the uh, modern stand that comes from Small Joe's. I like the the thirtieth anniversary collection
2: ones. Um, I guess back in the day they sold like boxes of blank ones with stickers uh so that you can label individual stands and i i've bought a lot of those i like those a lot uh but unfortunately you know there's no stickers for the newer characters mm-hmm. so it's not foolproof
1: but when well, i like to set up the dioramas um i have some that are just you know like standing in formation but i i like to set them up to where it looks like they're going about their daily business in a military setting whether it's on a hangar bay or in a walking around the Military installation or some of some sort, and while some are in f- formation, battle droids primarily. Um, others, I just try to have them interacting, like they're talking to each other. The droids are walk, you know, cruising by. Uh, things are going on. You got the mechanics working on the ships in the background. Um, I try and kind of customize a bunch of little boxes and totes and uh, shipping containers just to give it a used kind of like Lucas did. Try and give it a lived-in look to some of it. And uh, but the, di- the uh, shelves and the displays I have going on right now, they're uh, I haven't made them permanent in a sense that I haven't painted the flooring yet or put in the backgrounds because um, this has been about three years it's been in this current room, and it was kind of a well, let's let's make sure everything fits and let's make sure everything's where I want it before I start putting in backgrounds and painting the boards and everything like that, and I that might be a project I get to this summer and start making a little bit more permanent settings for some of that.
2: One thing I did notice that you did for your, um, Sith eternal or, or final order, depending on whatever you want to call it, uh, is the, mm-hmm. the death star coming out of the wall, like bursting out of the wall. That is so cool. I love that. That is very creative.
1: I don't have too many non action figure stuff, but that, that was one thing I, I, I added to the, to the room. So,
2: it's
0: very effective. Yeah. I love it. <laughs>
2: I think it's an excellent addition. Uh, so, which faction is your favorite to uh, to army build, and which era of the Star Wars saga is your favorite to collect from? I th-
1: think for me, it would definitely be the Imperials um, and the original trilogy uh, time- timeline, um, which I think owes a lot to the popularity of uh, Rogue One and the Mandalorian. It, it's it's to me it, it's in that familiar. You know, it's with the Empire, it's with the Rebels, it's with the people, the time period that you're most familiar with. Um, I would say second would be the, uh, the prequel times with the clone troopers, the clone wars. Uh, but I love building the Imperials. Uh, it's just so much fun. I mean, they have all the cool hardware, they got the cool vehicles, uh, you know, the walkers, the tanks, the the fighters. Um, the Rebels are great, and I, I have a lot of love for my Rebels, but I mean, the Empire's got all the neat stuff.
2: <laughs> right? It's just the truth. That's why they
1: double
0: dipped in the sequel trilogy to kind of just repeat the uh, empire uh and i say that as someone who likes right, the sequels right. but i totally get it uh and i kind of that's where i'm a little <laughs> bit let down where i do wish that there was a more unique stamp on it and that's why i'm a little more uh, let down by like the sith troopers not really having as big a presence in uh, the final movie as they were kind mm-hmm. of hyped up to that would have been a nice change of pace right, right. but
2: yeah jake i'd like to get your your opinion on that um aesthetically speaking uh do you prefer the first order or the, the final order slash sith eternal you know the the old school star destroyers coming back and the uh you know the sith troopers
1: all that um i'd kind of like to think it's it's a evolution of one into the next um i would say what i didn't like about the first order was i, I think they kind of cheaped out when it came to the tie fighters and the x wings too for that matter Uh, With that much time that had gone by, you would have thought there would have been more of an evolution of technology in the ships, and it seemed like they they could have done so much more. Whether it would have been a a modern version of a Tie Defender or Tie Interceptor, Um, I think the Tie Fighters, you know, just uh, because if the expanded universe is to be believed, Tie Fighters were being phased out for Tie Interceptors. So why would they stuck with that same design? Very true. Now the Star Destroyers are great. I think the the uh, the new first order Storm, uh, stormtrooper armor is great the, the landing craft is great by the way Hasbro really needs to come up with a landing yes. craft I've been begging yes. for that yeah and the Sith Eternal I mean I love I love the outfits there was so much potential uh, I did not like the fact that they kind of went back you know with the Sith fleet with the old design star star destroyers I thought there were so many designs they could have pulled from with the expanded universe or something completely new and different that could have instead of just rehashing the same design saying well it's bigger and it has a laser on it now so, but but i mean a lot of potential a lot of potential there
0: yeah instead of triangular ships, my 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 pitch is uh, square star destroyers because <laughs> we already got circles in the prequels you know
2: what i would have loved to see would have been uh the eclipse the emperor star destroyer that would have yep. been really cool to see yep. uh i know they kind of already did a super ultra mega star destroyer with snoke's uh the what Supremacy. The Supremacy, yes, thank you. Um, I guess that was supposed to be the uh, equivalent of the Eclipse, but I would have loved to have seen that.
0: Mm-hmm. I do want to ask, so you you did say, uh, Jake, your favorite faction, you know, with like the, the Imperials having all the best stuff. What... Um is there a trooper design from the uh, Imperial era or the uh, Empire, be it from Legends or uh, current canon? Is there, a, is there a trooper that just really hasn't been done justice figure-wise that you really want to see Hasbro uh, get back into the mold of, or uh, not into the mold of, but have on their radar?
1: For what's been out there, there's some amazing figures out there, you know, whether it's sand troopers, storm troopers, uh, snow troopers, scout troopers, EVO, etc. Um, one of my favorites actually is from the Force Unleashed, which was the uh, naval commandos. Which yeah. weren't technically stormtroopers, but they were naval commanders. I thought that was an amazing look. Um, going forward with, you know, with the Mandalorian, I would love to absolutely see the new updated version of the uh, the Dark Troopers um, and the Mortar Trooper. I'd like to see those come out. Um, yeah, the Mortar well. Trooper
0: would be an easy repaint easy, of the VC-140. Uh,
1: and it would probably be a deluxe figure with the mortar and all that, but that's
0: okay. Yeah. I mean, it could be just be like the incinerator trooper that uh, kind of farted out of Walmart's distribution system. Uh, right. You know.
2: <laughs> the paint scheme on the incinerator and the mortar trooper is exactly the same. It's,
1: it's just, just a different, different color. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. just,
2: it's as easy as a repaint, packing a mortar, you
1: know. Speaking of, speaking of repaints, I mean, the transport drivers from, from the Mandalorian, that's an easy repaint. I, I'd mm-hmm. love to see that as well.
0: You know, I, I'm kind of bummed. I, I, was a little tight for money back when the, uh, hover tank commanders and pilots were coming out in the vintage collection. So I think I only got one of each of them and they're carded right now. And so I've got three tanks and I don't (laughs) have the troopers to put in them and it's killing me. I went to go buy Mm. one the other day. They're like a hundred dollars. Like, all Mm. right, Hasbro, please just reissue those.
2: Yeah. Those were severely short packs. They really need to, to reissue those.
1: What I did with those is the, uh, the multi-packs that had the uh, the tank driver, the five-point the five point articulation, those are like the ones I put inside the tank. To, can, believe it or not, all the vehicles you see in my collection are completely manned on the inside. The fighters, everything. You, you don't see them, but they are <laughs> there. Uh, and then you got, of course, the super-articulated commander sticking out of the hatch. So then I have the super articulated regular drivers are the ones that are standing around talking to each other outside um but so you know there's a time and place for the the five poa figures and and obviously uh sitting inside a vehicle is, is perfect for that um yeah. and then if you want more you know interaction and they're standing around working doing maintenance there you got the super articulated version so but you're right you had to grab them quick because <laughs> yeah and that's 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 really the bad thing with the hobby now if if you don't get it quick they're gone and and the prices skyrocket on these things they're
0: not meeting the demand that they claim that doesn't exist and that's that's a tough one i know it's like you know most stores are even lucky to get in a single case of a new wave of vintage figures and that's i mean living in denver even uh where i've been at for the past decade or so it's you know there's 100 targets 100 walmarts but mm-hmm. there's also 100 200 collectors all trying to find these things <laughs> and a lot of us sure. are you know the two of everything people or if you want to army build a dream on you can't find it so
1: right yeah, it's a it. tough
0: one
2: so uh let's let's get back to the script here um
0: no tyler let me keep interrupting <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um what collection what faction do you think you're most proud of uh and do any of your factions feel incomplete or are you still working on them? What's your what's your current collecting focus?
1: I'd say the the two biggest factions are the the Imperials and probably the the clone army are the ones that have the most attention. I don't know that there's any particular one out of everything that I do that has uh an immediate focus. Um what I've done over the years is I'll I'll focus on something and decide, oh, I need a few more of these guys and I'll get some more and build a squad or whatever I think I need. And then I'll move on to something else. And it's like, oh, I need some more Jawas to fill out this diorama or I need some more Tuscan Raiders or I need some more Bespin guards. So I'll build them up, be happy with it, move on with something else. And at some point I'll, I'll circle back around to it. Uh, so it's kind of a constant work in progress. Um, there's not too many that I feel that I need to build up at this point. Um, uh, but if I find a good deal, you know, maybe on eBay or at a toy show or something, I might, I might pick up some few extras here and there. Um, but, and then there's some, I, I do some custom, I don't, I'm not very good at customizing, but some, I, I kind of just make myself kind of like the Canto bite citizens. I mean, there was so much, so for the sequel movies, there was so much that was left out of action figure wise that, so much potential that was never mined. So, you know, I take older figures, turn them into Canto bite. Um, I used to collect the animated uh, clone wars and I found it just to be too burdensome because it was, you know, I had animated clones. I had realistic clones, battle droids, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up liquidating my entire animated side minus the vehicles. I, I kept the vehicles and there, there was a handful of animated stuff I kept. Because it, it 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 could fit well enough into the realistic versions, yeah. but unfortunately, when you do that, you know you lose the wolf pack, you lose the uh, uh, the uh, Nova Corps, uh flame troopers from Geonosis, you lose all the individualized clones, and there are so many of them in the animated line that we don't have in the realistic line. So I I try to make some of those like uh, you know hard case and boil and you know uh, some of the two twelfth guys the 501st guys as best as my limited skills would allow anyway uh and that's one thing i would like to see at some point is some of those brought back into the realistic line that that we lost uh, with the with the uh, animated version
0: oh definitely i know with um with the troopers especially, I, I and even looking at VC-140, that stormtrooper, the Rogue One stormtrooper as an example of it, it's a almost definitive figure and Hasbro can get years, they can get another decade or almost two decades out mm-hmm. of that figure, out of that mold sculpt alone, and just repainting it mm-hmm. or adding a couple new little tools here and there to it and I, you know I, I just sit there and think it would be in hasbro's best interest to just whip up some generic things like some brand new army builders some brand new mandalorians mm-hmm. you know troopers all that stuff so that they can just keep swapping stuff out repainting stuff like those are the repaints and the things that we are asking for and that we want yeah that would you know help us populate and fill out our worlds as opposed to just a one-off standalone thing so i don't know that's kind of my own little personal plea to uh, to hasbro of we got to get some more troopers mm-hmm. out there, man. As those, those used to interest me the least, but now I realize that you could basically fund the entire line by having a wave, having a definitive army builder in every wave alongside other characters, even deeper pulls. And we
1: used to get things like that. Yeah.
2: That, that's why I'm such a huge advocate for, for army builders. I know the entire line can't be army builders, but, you know, they sell so much and it's so much profit that it really helps fund the line and fund new molds and continue uh,
0: the vintage collection. So it's really important. Mathematically, between you two alone, I'm convinced that the amount of stormtroopers that you, between you two that you have was enough to, you know, fund the tooling of an all new character.
1: <laughs> Quite possibly. My running joke is I put a lot of uh, Hasbro's employees' kids through college. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The Jake James Scholarship. That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to To your point, though, Jake, um, the the Clone Wars with all of the unique uh, paint schemes on all the all the different troopers is a is an untapped gold mine, uh for realistic mm-hmm. troopers. So they should definitely start diving into those. Um, you know, I would I would personally mm-hmm. like to see all of the main uh, Revenge of the Sith Clone legions and commanders, uh, updated for many of them. It's been like 15 years, you know, like, uh, commander Bligh, commander Bacara, mm-hmm. you know, it's been forever. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess this is a good pivot point to get into the, into the Republic. Um, yeah, tell us about your your republic collection. Um any favorite parts, anything you're still chasing, what's your your favorite legion or battalion?
1: Then? Well, being a military guy, I I, I absolutely love the, the the clone wars. I I love the uh, Republic and, and the Separatist sides. I mean, there were so so much toys that were coming out uh back during that time period and uh and they weren't expensive and they were readily available uh you know you had the turbo tank you had the atte you had the saber tanks um many many rigs you had uh the gunships i love the gunships that's probably my favorite i think i got like 13 of them guys floating around um just just awesome i mean the battle scenes you can set up between those and the artillery pieces and you know um and, and i wish it had gone on a little longer especially when they were actually still releasing things i mean i would have loved to have gotten a uh, Z95 Headhunter Starfighter before it all ended, um, and I always wanted the separatist, uh, you know, their proton cannon to go up against the the artillery piece that the the uh, Republic had. Um, but there was so much that came out of it, you know, the the, uh, the uh, tri droids. Uh, I mean, it, you could have battles upon battles with with legions of troopers and battle droids. I mean, it, it's just so much fun to 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 have that stuff. Um so yeah it's definitely a close second behind my imperials as far as my my favorites.
0: Now uh let's see I know troopers are the big one. I've always been a Jedi collector, Jedi and Sith, mainly Jedi and that's what I loved about um even in 2003 the clone wars when they did the realistic clone wars stuff before um the mm-hmm. Filoni clone wars uh i loved i I got all of those 2003 2004 figures and absolutely loved the amount of just like unique creative jedi they were putting together uh over that span of time of just you know kit bashing little parts to you know throw a greedo head on a jedi body and be like yeah look at it's a new rodian jedi i loved that it like it it totally gives that world Mm -hmm. that that diversity kind of like you know making customs does and I I think that's very much where we're left in the dust is uh, they aren't, you know, the, the, the collectors customizers are doing it themselves. We're all having to do these things ourselves, but man, it would be nice to just be able to buy like a a grab bag of assorted kit bashed, officially released Jedi and uh you know troopers i'd enjoy that well
1: and that's just it you know back in 2005 2006 2007 um you could you, you know there were new waves coming out about every two months on average and it would be another dozen figures coming out mm-hmm. and you would get the most obscure characters whether it was it, from the movies it was the jedi and, and you could build huge worlds with all of these folks yeah. and today you know we get a handful of figures that trickle out throughout the year and it's you know, oh it's an updated Lando. Oh yay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing against Lando, but yeah, uh you know, I, I don't need another, you know, a realistic face Luke or another rehashed, you know, main characters when we get absolutely nothing from the background characters or and there's so many other, you know, leading characters that are not even touched these days.
0: Supreme Leader Kylo Ren like
1: exactly definitely an untapped resource and, and i do miss the old days when when we did have all those obscure jedi and everything else and and i do have a nice little jedi set up on a couple of the shelves, along with all their star fighters and things and and those were great and unfortunately i i don't know that we'll ever see um that coming again. uh that level of material coming out like we did before
2: yeah. they say that we we won't uh
0: well, we're about to see that the an unprecedented amount of new media, yeah. but less toys than ever. It's yeah. uh, kind of frustrating. They're
2: they're not lacking on content to produce things for. They're just not producing enough. Um, but right. to to circle back to to Clone Wars vehicles, um, personally, you mentioned artillery pieces. Uh, I'm not sure about the nomenclature. Forgive me. I would love to see them make. Um, you know, those artillery pieces that they shot the, uh, the big trade Federation starships with on Geonosis, those big laser guns. Um, Mm -hmm. I would love to get one of those, but, um, if I had to pick one vehicle to get, uh, put into the, into the vintage collection, I would say re-release the ATT.
0: Mm -hmm. I'd love that.
2: Yeah. Um, let's shift to a different faction now. Let's talk about your, your rebel Alliance. Um, I know that you said, uh, you know, the Empire's kind of got more more vehicles and, and cool stuff. And I would tend to agree with you on that. You know, as someone who used to play uh, Empire at War, the old computer game, I don't know if you're familiar with it. There was a lot of, mm-hmm. there was a few rebel tanks in that game, like mm-hmm. light tanks, I think would be really cool if, if they came out with something like that.
1: Um I took some of the uh, Sabre tanks when they re-released them as a, a smaller version than the, than the regular Sabre tanks. And you could only fit like one figure in it instead of the, the three. that. So I took those smaller versions and converted those to Rebel tanks because, you know, they, they figured they needed something. But the good thing about the Rebels is, hey, they have all the trenches. You know, uh, there's different trenches, the, whether the vintage ones or some of the Power of the Force ones. Uh, they got the new the updated um, infantry or anti-infantry cannons. They got the anti-vehicle cannons. Uh, so it's fun to to set up the, uh, whether it's Hoth or whatever planet you wanna put it on. I mean, you can you can set up some great dioramas. The new snow, snow, tr- snow speeder, sorry. <laughs> the new snow speeder is great. Um, I wish they would re-release that in some of the different colors, you know, the darker ones and uh, some things like that. Uh, but that's a great vehicle, so. And I think, quite frankly, my favorite uh, my favorite Rebel trooper is probably the Hoth trooper. Um, but it's a lot of fun to set up the hangar uh, dioramas with the X wings and the Y wings, the A wings, the B wings, the U wings, and I've got a couple of uh, uh, customized uh, T seven uh, the the Skyhoppers with Rebel insignia on them. I figure you know that's the training craft and stuff. So, oh, nice!
2: Um, that's so cool.
1: What uh, of your dioramas? What is uh?
0: What is one that uh, stands like? What is your favorite one that you've you've done so far?
1: I don't I don't know which one would be my favorite. I, I really like the indoor. I thought that one really turned out really well. Um, uh, the little half diorama is nice. Um, uh, the Imperials are kind of spread out throughout the, the entire toy room in different scenes and sections. So it's it's not one particular setup, but uh, I would say maybe my uh, my indoor at this point. Cool, sweet,
0: yeah. We'll definitely get some pictures of that uh, up as well. So, if anybody who isn't familiar with your Facebook page, they will be.
2: <laughs> they will be.
0: <laughs>
2: One thing uh, I noticed that you did recently—a sort of a project that you did—was you you bought a lot of the old uh, vintage Death Star sets and you put mm-hmm. them in sort of a big circle and you made a Death Star with all these different, you know, cannons pointing out that thing looks magnificent. I mean, that is awesome. That's super. I don't think I've ever seen anybody else do that before. Um, but that
1: was really, really cool. Well, oh, thank you. Uh, I'm not sure if I've seen one. I know I've seen a lot of half circles. I, I I know nine makes a perfect circle. So I decided I would, you know, up the ante and go with 12. Uh, <laughs> so it was a very long project because it was a lot of, a lot of painting, a lot of hand detail painting. Um, but it was just something I, I wanted to do and, so, I finally got it moved up to the toy room, but in the toy room, there's only 11 of them because it, it's all that it would fit on the shelf. So, number 12 is sitting over on my desk. Um, but yeah, that, that was just a neat project. Definitely a labor of love.
0: Oh, yeah. You're like <laughs> a collecting renaissance man. You do it all, man. It's uh, impressive. Thank you.
2: I imagine it was also hard because, you know, you have to get those on on ebay i assume right and i wouldn't i wouldn't imagine that there's too many of those for sale on ebay at a given time so it must have taken some time to accumulate that right
1: i started uh i, I actually got most of them a few years ago and it was a project that's been sitting in in boxes waiting to be done at some point and last year i finally got around to, to doing it um one of those is my original desktop from back in back in the seventies, um, and the others I was able to get a lot of those on eBay for, you know, ninety-eight to hundred percent complete for about $100, 120 dollars. Uh, the others I might have gotten that were partials and needed uh, rebuilds or sections, so I had to buy the parts and pieces like I beams or canons separately. But um, you know, if you shop around, you you can find some good deals. I mean, it, whether whether you're you know doing a project like that or your army building you 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 don't pay top dollar if you don't have (laughs) yeah you try and find those good deals out there
2: well that's why you know when they release uh you know a a vc-45 again or the rogue one stormtrooper or you know the death star gunners um i order cases and cases and cases and cases of them right when they're released because i know as expensive as that is this mm-hmm. is the cheapest they will ever be ever again. <laughs> I mean, you look on, you know, Amazon or, or eBay, you know, the, the those Death Star Gunners are like, I think they're like 40 plus a piece. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The best yeah. time to buy them is right when they come out. If you're planning on army building them, don't, don't sit around because they don't get any cheaper.
1: <laughs> well, you're absolutely right because you're not going to find them in the stores. And pretty much all of my purchases are now online, the same as you um, – uh, buy them, buy them when they're available because if you wait, you're gonna miss out. Absolutely, yeah. Uh,
2: so let's let's uh, talk about your separatist collection. Uh, you have one of the most, if not the most, um, extensive Trade Federation armies that I've ever seen. I mean, I know I know a lot of people aren't, you know, partial to to being huge droid fans, but I'll tell you what, it's a magnificent sight to see multiple. MTTs and STAPs and just, you know, platoons of battle droids. That is an awesome site. It really
1: is. Oh, thanks. Uh, well, when I started you know, army building the clones and in pretty much any faction. I was like, well, you got to army build the the people that are fighting. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, one of these days, I would like to go down in the garage or something and and actually put a huge battle together. I've kind of got the scenes separated. I got the the Gungan army doing their thing, uh, the Naboo doing theirs. It would be neat to put it all in one big scene on the garage floor someday. Maybe after I retire and have the time to do something like <laughs> that, but. And me being a little bit OCD, I do have them split up. So, you know, you do have the the Trade Federation as it was seen on Naboo. And then you get the Separatist armies with the Red Droids and all that kind of separate doing their thing. Uh, Of course, if you combine them, that would would be awesome. Uh, As far as the MTT, I would love to, I mean, I know it kind of went straight to um, clearance, but I would love to see that thing get re-released in the blue uh, Confederacy colors. That would have been neat. I'm surprised they didn't do that at the time. I could mm-hmm. not agree more. Yeah. Yes.
0: You know, I'm I'm glad that you you brought up, you know, your your Gungan army and your Naboo security forces cuz you know, we've noticed uh there's a number of unique and uh as as Tyler put it some unorthodox factions or unexpected factions that you've got army built. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh Gungan Army Naboo uh Cloud City pilots I, I love all your Jawa photos your various pirates mining guild and then like you were saying earlier with the Canto bite stuff that you really kind of started putting together on your own uh you know when did when did you decide to kind of branch out into these more obscure factions or just these other kind of niche things
1: I I think as I started uh setting up the dioramas you know, whether it was the Tuscan Raiders and I already get the Banthas. And then I was like, well, I need a couple more. I need a couple more. And then they came out with a darker brown version of the Tuscan Raiders. So I kind of made them a separate clan. <laughs> uh the Jawas, <laughs> oh the more vehicles I came up with, uh, you know, the sand crawlers, you know, whether there were gonna be two or three at a Jawas meeting, you just needed a lot of them little guys sitting around taking up space. Uh so you know, anytime I could grab Jawas. Through the years as different iterations came out, I would just kind of grab them and grab them uh, just to fill out the diorama scenes. Uh, cause and and that kind of drove some of the some of the buying was, you know, well, I need a little bit more filler here, I need a little bit more filler there. Um, when I was a kid, I had I had one of pretty much everything, like one stormtrooper, one sand trooper, or not sand, but snow trooper, one scout in my imagination that was great I could play for hours and hours but as an adult I'm like you know I want to see a squad of troopers I want (laughs) to see a squad of of pilots you know I don't want to just imagine it I want to see it and while I don't play with it as much as as I did as a kid it is fun just to set up the dioramas or set up photo shoots as I do sometimes and I'll set them up tear them down later but um, so I kind of drove some of the factions um, you know whether it was pirates or you know, Alderaan security forces, or or just whatever. Um, you know, it, like I said, once you go down that army building road, it's a slippery slope. Oh yeah. Again, I wouldn't recommend it for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you,
2: you know, I I absolutely love that. Uh, it, it it reminds me of my own childhood. I remember when I was a kid, um, I grew up with the the power of the force, you know, He-Man style figures.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and I had i don't know maybe three or four of the of the stormtroopers back then and i remember thinking to myself in my my head you know someday i want to have an entire army of these things and put them in formation and recreate Mm -hmm. that emperor's arrival scene and now that i'm an adult and i have disposable cash and i'm irresponsible uh I've done that and I absolutely love it. It's just, it's one of those things you like, you check off, like, yeah, I did that bucket list, you know? Yeah, right,
1: right.
0: (laughs) I You know, I, I I get it, too, where I, I was actually just looking at your photo, uh, Jake, of uh, your Falcons, plural. Uh, I, too, also <laughs> suffer from having Falcons, plural, uh, and it is a wonderful affliction. Uh, but I was uh, I really love the way that you have them set up. And I, I'm kind of inspired to now have both my Falcons, the sequel era one and the, the original trilogy era one. I kind of am now a little inspired more. And I know it's it may be more of a simple setup of, you know, just having the figures next to it but it's just very really cool seeing them next to each other uh I, mm-hmm. I haven't yet had both of mine open at the same time which is killing <laughs> me so i gotta pop those open and maybe also cover it in porgs like you did <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kind of have a little whimsy in life <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> um are there any
2: other factions that you're looking into tackling that you haven't yet
1: uh no not really um short of what hasn't come out yet and you know, a few years ago, I thought, well, the movies are wound down, we're we're kind of at an end, and then next thing you know, there was a new sequel trilogy come out, and, and you know, you've got a toy room that is X amount of space, and you're like, where am I going to put all this stuff? Exactly. So, okay, we got through the trilogies, <laughs> and now we have The Mandalorian. Now we have, what was it, nine new shows and movies coming out? I'm like, and maybe I'm worrying for nothing because at this rate we're not getting that many toys, but you know, in theory, all the, we're going to get all this new stuff. So where's it going to go? <laughs> so I'm looking forward to building whatever may come down the line and adding. And, and quite frankly, some things may have to get rotated out, get boxed up temporarily because you know, space is at a premium. Yeah. Uh, I did say earlier that, you know, I was a one of everything collector and, and I still am to a point, but at the same time I realized I'm not a hoarder. I can't, I can't have everything because I don't have the space for everything. So as newer versions of things come out, you know, the newer AT ATs replace the older ones. So the old ones got donated. Uh, you know, the older X-Wing got older TIE fighters got, you know, replaced. Um, older stormtroopers, the old Power of the Force stormtroopers got replaced, uh, the OTC stormtroopers. So I don't hang on to stuff just for the sake of hanging on to it. So a lot of the stuff I gave away to people that were maybe just starting out their collections. Um, occasionally I'll sell it. We have a local um, uh, convention here in West Virginia, Jedi con and I'll sell it for pennies on a dollar just to get it out of the house. <laughs> um, I mean, literally it's like, Hey, here's a figure for a dollar. So, uh, so uh, cause I've had my fun with it. So I'm not in it to make a profit. I'm never been in it to make a profit. I, I just want it out of the house. So whether I give it away or I sell it, dirt cheap to get rid of it, you know, whatever the case might be. Uh, some things I do keep, some of the older stuff, you know, some some older stuff still works with, with the new collections and things like that. Um, if it's got a place and it, it fits into the dioramas, I'll keep it. Um, but if it's just, you know, the old ATSD, obviously it, it doesn't compare to the new version. So it, it those had to go. Uh, so yeah, um, I don't keep, you know, 100 versions of Luke Skywalker, you know, the old ones, you know, I keep the more definitive versions at this point, and uh you know the others i i bag him up and I'll, out the door they go so well i'll I'll just finish by saying uh the big thing is uh especially with arm building is do not be in competition with other folks I mean you can draw inspiration from seeing other people's collections. Um, I do all the time, I see stuff I was like, oh man, they got a huge collection, mine mine looks, you know, I, I may have a big collection, but I may not have the most of any one particular faction or something. And that may be inspiring, but it's not a competition, I'm not going to go out there and say, well, I got to buy more to get, you know, bigger. And the big thing I want everyone to understand is, if, if you're going to get an army building, I wouldn't recommend it, uh, do it to have fun. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's what you enjoy out of it. It's not a competition because it'll brain corrupt you if you're not careful. Uh, just do it to have fun Um, enjoy what you do you know if it doesn't bring you joy if going into your toy room doesn't bring you joy then you know it might be time to move on to something else but uh, as long as it you know to me it's my stress relief it's my way of relaxing at the end of the day uh, it's my escapism and I just have fun with it Uh, I enjoy it and I hope everyone else does as well
0: those are invaluable words uh, for all of us. I really think to kind of remind ourselves of, uh, I know I need to sometimes. And really it's, it's, it's important for a lot of people to hear that, understand it and know it. It's like, if you're not doing this for the joy of it, mm-hmm. I don't know if you should be doing it. Right. And if it's something that brings you joy, it's, it's stick with it, man. And it's stay, stay with the parts of it that make you happy. It's like, if you don't, mm-hmm. if you don't like, uh, say, if you don't like, you know, the sequel trilogy, well, good luck there's not a whole lot of merch for it anyway so congrats you don't have to worry about buying that um but it's just like focus on the stuff that you do love it's very much you know embrace sure. what brought you in in the first place embrace what at the end of the day you look at and think yes this sparks joy um you know feel mm-hmm. good about it i i appreciate i know just listening to you t- uh, just chatting with you today i'm listening to you and looking at your facebook photos today i Uh, Whenever we release the video version of this, you'll see Tyler and I just grinning like idiots at just like, you know, just the joy that it (laughs) brings seeing such massive collections and someone who's so passionate about building these collections and doing the things that you do with these toys that some people take for granted. But it's we're all lucky that we get to be part of this community where we see more than that with that. Mm. It's, it's It's a lot of fun. I really appreciate you sharing all that
1: yes I appreciate you uh having me on today this is my first podcast so I, I I greatly appreciate the opportunity to come out and share
0: of course and we'd love to have you back on anytime I know it's it's just been a pleasure man I, I I'm always in awe of people that just can really commit like you know you know you said don't make it a competition so maybe I should probably cancel like the six cases of stormtroopers I pre-ordered just to impress Tyler <laughs> um <laughs> but you know uh yeah no it's 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 just dope I love I love how different we all are with our collections. Where, you know, for example, like my collection looks nothing like your guys's. If someone like John Miko looked at my collection, he'd be like, this is trash. Uh, um, uh, you know, then, you know, John Lindquist, our other guy, Vintage Concepts, he and I have very similar collections. And, uh, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we focus on different things. So, it's uh it's refreshing it's very much of just like if someone's like my favorite movie is attack of the clones i'm like oh that's my least favorite one but let's talk about why you loved it because i want to hear why you're excited this is awesome uh right so great. anyway that was a little personal injection there but just really wanted to kind of mention just the absolute joy that i've gotten out of your joy of your hobby thank you thank you so much
2: i just have one final question for you jake um you know we we all have to leave uh this beautiful world. At some point, um, what are your plans for this gigantic collection? When you know, many years from now, many decades from now, uh, that that time comes for you, um, is there someone else in your family who's? Uh, chomping at the bit to inherit these or are you are you gonna donate them or you know what's your plan are you gonna you gonna have a giant sar- sarcophagus mausoleum with your your toys around <laughs> <here>? <laughs> what
1: what are your plans i joke around i mean just just have a roll-off dumpster come up and we'll just dump it all in there and have it sent <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> no don't, don't do that
0: don't do that please <laughs> well there you have it the jake james episode everyone I'm honored to have been able to talk Star Wars with such a collector, and I just know a future trash pickup worker is going to be very happy someday. Seriously, Jake, my deepest apologies for sitting on this episode for so long, and you are welcome back on the show anytime. And I promise, the next time you come on, it won't take a six-month turnaround. Uh, Tyler, thank you for not going all Blue Harvest on me for not delivering this episode on time. Folks, be sure to go check out Jake's collection on Facebook and show him some love. It's seriously incredible. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some select photos on the episode post for this on our Instagram, but remember to go to the link in the show notes for his collection in all its glory. The last topic I want to address before I wrap this up is the current state of things in terms of TVC collecting. As I record this, uh, the Gaming Greats waves have shipped out, Uh, the Purge Troopers are actually just arriving... Uh, from entertainment earth this week and whatnot i just got my first case uh the ahsoka mall wave is finally beginning to trickle out for those who pre-ordered them way back in january from certain sites uh it's probably my fault since i was so certain it was going to hit early and then well here we are Uh, The global shipping crisis certainly hasn't made my mantra of happy beeps easy to keep riding on uh, as tons of product has been delayed uh, and it feels like it's been a while since we've been able to get new product. Nonetheless, it seems things are beginning to eke out and there are still a bunch of awesome TVC products coming our way this year and early next year. So I must urge you all to try your best to remember happy beeps every time you want to scream after a delayed pre-order or you see an empty retail peg. It's going to be a choppy ride. But we got to keep the faith. Keep up the good fight for our beloved hobby, folks. Uh, Alrighty, friends. Here's the part of the episode where I do the whole, hey, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast to help us out, shtick. Uh, I even went and made it super easy to do. Just head on over to our Instagram page, uh, which is at SWTVC, uh, and click our link tree in our bio. There's a link to rate and review, and it's super easy. Uh, we appreciate any and all help in our efforts to grow. Oh, and don't forget, if you have any questions for us uh, that you'd like us to answer in an episode, please zip me an email at evan at swtvc.net. We're going to be reading some great questions over the next couple episodes, and the more the merrier. Uh, one last little thing. My teammate Carlo, or as you know him, at txcarlo on Instagram, designed an incredible shirt for us. Uh, so if you're interested, you can find that in our bonfire store which is also in our link tree. And speaking of that pesky little link tree, be sure to check out our friends over at ctocollectibles.com for all your TVC needs. And be sure to use the promo code SWTVC10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. You want to know what the best part is? They ship TVC figures in figure shields by default for no extra charge right now. So seriously, shout out to me and Grant for running such an incredible shop. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and call this episode the uh, season finale of season one of the SWTVC podcast, so I'm glad this season gets to go out on what I think is a bit of a high note. Uh, We'll be talking at you guys soon, but in the meantime, keep 375 alive, back TVC, balance the scales Hasbro, finish the 96, and may the force be with you.